I'm E. Lawrence Williams. Welcome to this edition of Life Word. Bitterness held in our hearts puts a barrier between us and God, which means the Holy Spirit is not quick to respond to any of our pleas or hear our voice. Likewise, we're not quick to hear his voice. And why not? Because we are not on speaking terms. The Holy Spirit is grieved because we have chosen not to listen to him and to allow him to put away bitterness in our heart and life just as important, the Holy Spirit, who is the comforter, is not able to perform his ministry of comfort in our life. When our hearts are right with God, it is then the Holy Spirit is able to comfort us. Then there is the element of disturbance in our lives because of bitterness. Hebrews 12:15 says this, looking diligently lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. In other words, beloved, when we let the root of bitterness spring up in our life, it may not necessarily trouble those around us, but make no mistake about it, it troubles us. Plainly speaking, we have no peace. I remember one afternoon I carefully poured gasoline into a container that I thought had the capacity to hold it. Then one morning I walked into my garage and I could smell gasoline fumes everywhere, so I immediately went and checked the container that once held the gasoline. The consequence of pouring the gasoline into that container completely destroyed it. My friend, hear me now. That's what happens to us when we store bitterness in our hearts. It severely damages or destroys us internally. May I also say, we hurt ourselves emotionally when we hold on to bitterness. You say, now, preacher, tell me how such a thing can happen. <clears throat> well, first of all, you have to work extremely hard to be bitter. Also, a bitter person has to continually rehearse in their mind over and over how they or someone close to them who has been hurt or wronged by someone they know. The disturbed person has to keep the bitterness fresh by continually thinking about it. If they hold on to the bitterness long enough, it affects their health. Did you know that you can get stomach ulcers as a result of bitterness? You can develop a whole host of health problems because of bitterness. And I venture to say that some here tonight are suffering with health issues because you are holding on to bitterness. May I say, holding on to bitterness is not worth any of that. Another consequence of bitterness is how it affects you socially. Paranoia sets in. When we see a couple of people talking together, immediately there is the assumption that people are whispering bad things about us. To the contrary, 
they may be thinking of ways to cheer you up. Or it could be the top of your head really does look as if it is about to come to a point because of bitterness. But the bitterness you have stored up in your heart has you wondering which affects your social outlook. Regardless, you will always assume the worst. Another consequence of storing up bitterness in the heart is that it affects us spiritually. Our prayers are hindered. I am not going to ask you to turn to the Old Testament book of 2 Samuel tonight, but there you will read the account of a man named Ahithophel who became bitter. How is it that he had become bitter? What was the reason for his bitterness? Well, something happened to someone he loved. Ahithophel and King David had become very good friends and were very close for many years. In fact, they were so close that they daily shared one another's thoughts. Ahithophel had become one of King David's most trusted counselors. Ahithophel had a son named Eliam, who was one of David's mighty men. And Eliam had a daughter named Bathsheba, who was Ahithophel's granddaughter. The same Bathsheba who committed adultery with King David. David's sin led to the death of Bathsheba's husband, Uriah the Hittite, and eventually the death of Bathsheba's first child with King David. The thing that David had done was never made right as far as Ahithophel was concerned, and he became very bitter against David. Ahithophel became so embittered that he joined with Absalom, King David's son, in his rebellion against the king. However, when Absalom did not take heart, Ahithophel's counsel against David, Ahithophel went home and committed suicide by hanging himself. His bitterness kept him from the blessing of seeing his grandson Solomon ascend to the throne as Israel's king. He cheated himself out of being supremely happy. There may be someone here tonight holding on to the bitterness and God is withholding his blessing until you yield it to the Holy Spirit. Bitterness is a defilement. It's a defilement of both the regenerate and the unregenerate, the saint and sinner alike. In other words, bitterness is not a respecter of people. Going back to Hebrews 12, 15, which says, looking diligently, lest any man fail of the grace of God, lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you, and thereby many be defiled. We sometimes like to think that bitterness is not going to hurt anyone but us. But may I say, we would most certainly be wrong you say, now, preacher, is that really a true statement? My answer to that is that the Bible assures us that the root of bitterness is in our lives is going to be negatively affecting many other people. I'm reminded of Proverbs 22, verses 24 through 25, which says, Make no friendship with an angry man and with a furious Man, thou shalt not go, 
lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to thy soul. The question has to be asked, why is that person angry or quick-tempered? My friend, I believe the answer is because of a bitter heart. And if we're not careful to avoid such people, we can become just like them. And guess what? If we are bitter and people are around us long enough, they too will become bitter. A bitter person can become one, 20, or even a thousand bitter people. A bitter person can affect everyone they know, including their husbands, wives, children, friends, and even a whole church congregation. A pastor friend of mine said it best when he said this, and I quote, here is the tragedy. There will probably be people who will pass through the portals into a place called hell because they met a Christian who was bitter and said, if that's what Christ does for you, I don't need it. I want to say this and listen very carefully. There is no way we can treat bitterness like it's no big deal or like someone or somehow we can go on justifying it and rationalizing it with statements like, you just don't understand, or I know you would feel the same way if you were in my shoes. Well, I will say this. Bitterness in the heart of those who claim the name of Christ has become an epidemic in the body of Christ because they will not submit to the urging of the Holy Spirit. They choose instead to grieve the Spirit of God. Thirdly and lastly, there is hope. That is, there is a cure for those who really want it. Yes, I'm talking about the cure for bitterness. Someone sitting here tonight is asking, Preacher, you mean there is a cure? That is exactly what I am saying. You see, bitterness is an awful, insidious affliction of the heart. The cure for bitterness is found in Ephesians 4.32, which says this, And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Now, saints, listen to what the word of God is saying. The cure for bitterness is forgiveness. While hanging on the cross, Christ forgave those who pushed the nails into his hand and feet, and he harbored no bitterness toward them. In fact, he freely forgave them. Any Christian who is not willing to forgive has not looked at Christ hanging on that cross for their sins. They have not listened to his words in the Lord's Prayer when he says, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. How can we expect God to forgive us if we're not willing to forgive others? Unforgiveness is ungodly. Listen to what God said, what, what he would do for Israel in Hebrews 10, 17. And their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Is God saying that 
He will forget our sins? No. Human beings are plagued with forgetfulness. God does not forget a single thing. However, when a person is bitter, they cannot forget because when they try to forget, they have to remember what they are trying to forget in order to remember what they are supposed to forget. God is saying that he will never bring up our sins ever again. Imagine yourself standing in the courthouse of heaven and you were brought before the judge who is God the Father. On the other side of the courtroom is the devil with a list of your sins on a scroll long enough to circle the equator a thousand times, accusing you of every sin you ever committed. Jesus Christ, God's only begotten son, speaks in your defense and says, Father, this child of yours is innocent. Father, the record shows no evidence of this child ever committing a sin. I took the pleasure of expunging their sins and iniquities from the record when they placed their faith and trust in me to live in them. The father looks over and says to the devil, all of the evidence you have compiled and presented is inadmissible in this court. This child of mine is free to go and to enter into my house to live forever and ever. And now in closing, may I say, once you get right with God by submitting your bitterness to the Spirit of God, your sins and iniquities will be remembered no more. And just for the record, that is exactly how we must forgive those who do us wrong, choose to forgive and forget the matter by not bringing it up again at any time, it is an ungodly matter when we say, remember 15 years ago when you, God will not do that to us and we should not do it to others when we completely forgive them. We can go to church, dress to the nines, read our Bible, sing hymns, shout amen, and still have bitterness in our heart. If you are a Christian struggling with bitterness today, then you go to the Father and tell him that you are willing to open the door of your heart to the Holy Spirit so that he can apply his ample grace to the root, to root out the bitterness that is causing you to have no peace. Tell God you are inviting the Holy Spirit in to take the root of bitterness out so that your life will no longer be troubled and so that you may not cause others to be defiled. And if there are any others here tonight suffering from bitterness, it could be that you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I invite you to open your heart to the one who suffered, was crucified on a cross, and died for your sins. The one who was buried and raised up from the grave on the third day after he died, raised to life eternal forevermore. You can have eternal life when you place your faith in him. I bid you to come now and give your life to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. <laughs>